So everybody, this is Yusuf Ali. I'm here to tell you that tons of people take a multivitamin, and it's important to choose one that is top quality, you know, because there's only the one. So if you're going to take one, make sure it's a good one. You don't want to take no bullshit. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day right. I really don't even know what adaptogens are, but I do know what adaptogen is, and that is the root word in that word. Special blend of ingredients that help you support the gut health, the nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. Because, you know, we all got to get old, but you don't necessarily have to look the age you are. This should help. It's lifestyle friendly, adapting to a wide range of diets. So you can pretty much eat the same thing you want and then just take this pill. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no chemicals or no chemicals or artificial anything. You know, all real, no bullshit. Plus, it costs less than $3 per day. It's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with a convenient daily nutrition, especially during cold and flu season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills or supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash sports drink. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash sports drink to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Folks laying up for that afternoon. No, they from Cleveland. 4:24 a.m., but the studio don't close, man. The studio don't close. Plus, I, it's a new game now. We ain't passing blunts no more. Jason, ain't no pass until you do left hand side, to the right hand side, no hand side. You keep your blunt. You pass a blunt now, somebody likely to cuss you out. Coronavirus. Smoking by itself. Little blunts. Smoking by itself. Pull a little blunts. That's what I'm doing. Smoking by myself. Pull a little blunts. Y'all got me fucked up. It's just me. Smoking by myself. Can y'all hear me? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another Meldrick Moment Extendo Edition podcast. This is episode number 100. And um, I thought it was going to be special, but it's not. We still coming to you live a little bit earlier than normal. It's 9.05 Pacific Standard Time here in beautiful, I mean, here in TV Table Studios in beautiful Eagle Rock, California. Another pillowcase production. Um, like I said, this is the 100th episode. I thought I was going to have something special, but um, no, nah, no, nah, more, more of the same. Uh, it's just, it's, it's just been a hundred of them. Um, but other than that, let's just get on into it.
my gut keeps telling me that Joe is having sex with my 65-year-old grandmother. I woke up at 4 o'clock in the morning, and I see Joe coming out of my grandma's bedroom. I want to know what the hell is going on. He was in your room. You were watching TV, right? No. What? But I got to tell a part of my life that, you don't that like I don't want to tell. Okay. I've been smoking marijuana. <laughs> Elmo's, get back in this bitch. Like I said, this is the 100th episode. So I, you know what I might do? I might put together some uh, clips, do some uh, uh, best of or something like that. Maybe I do something like that. But uh, I thought I was gonna do some. I thought I was gonna have my rebranding in in place by now, but it's still coming soon. Uh, uh, and that's all I'm gonna say about that. But uh, yeah, let's celebrate this happy 100th episode of the podcast I started um, in the pandemic. Because it was, you know, we started out as an offshoot of Tuskegee Jokeman, right? And Meldrick Moment was my little segment of Tuskegee Jokeman podcast, in which all I did was I gave, I brought, I brought, you know, I gave you some quick little news right quick. The same type of shit I do now, which is a whole podcast, but at the time, it was just like my little five minutes, and then when the pandemic hit and we stopped meeting up for the podcast, and before we started Zooming for it, I decided, you know what, I can't let that go. Um, and I decided to go ahead and start a podcast. And if y'all go back and listen to the first episodes, man, they rough. They rough. I was, I remember I was talking into my phone, directly into my phone, sitting in the car. The car was my podcast studio. So it was Acura, it was the ATL, Acura TL Studios at the time. Um, and I, I would use two phones. I would use my, my second phone to do YouTube instrumentals in the background. I didn't even know that I could do background music without that. Like, it was, it was it's so raw. It's so raw. Um, but, yeah, I think I done worked out kinks. I think every week I try to think of something else I can do to improve the pod. I hope. I hope that it's gotten better. I would hope it's gotten better. It definitely got better. I would hope it gotten better since the first one this year. We all the way into fucking what's today? The ninth. Goddamn. Twenty twenty two is fucking flying. But um, yeah. Got an update on jury duty. Um, they got me. They got me. I had made it. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I made it, and I was I was feeling good. And then Wednesday night, they like, we holler at you tomorrow, nine thirty. And to be honest, we almost it wasn't so bad. But when I found out, oh, I was mad. I Wednesday night, I was mad, and I don't I don't usually be that. It was like. Mad, like mad, like you know how you people get like you want the good news or the bad news. Well, that was the mad news. I was fucking pissed just at the thought of wasting a day away sitting around in a fucking room, which is 
exactly what it was. And it wasn't as bad as I thought when I got there because they had plugs right on your chair. It was like a, it was like an airport waiting room, so they had the plugs right under the chairs. Um, they had an hour and a half for lunch. Walked and got me to a Mexican restaurant. Overpaid for tacos, but hey, to be fair, to be fair, that was real steak that they chopped up. That wasn't no fucking wherever the fuck these taco trucks be using the fucking the, the ass of the cow or whatever the fuck we eating. That was fucking pure steak chopped up into bits. So it was fucking amazing. Um, I got some editing done. Could have got some writing done, but I was too busy editing. The next thing I know, it was time to go. So I said, you know what? So it wasn't even so bad. So I don't have to do it again for over a year, which is great. But it definitely wasn't as bad as I thought. I was fucking pissed, yo. Um, the, the Kentucky Derby, which I got hip to about 10 years ago, maybe, maybe give or take, that it was a thing that black people went to as an event. Like, it's not quite All Star Weekend, but it's, 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 it's catching up. Like, you get all the rappers, and all the rappers are starting to go. So, once the, you know, once the rappers start doing shit, then it becomes the thing to do every year or whatever the fuck. So more rappers than ever for sure went this year. At least at least on Instagram and everything. And it was a picture came out, a video came out rather, a Jack Harlow, white rapper, young white rapper, being carried by two black assistants or friends or whoever they were. They were two black dudes carrying them. And of course, in this racially sensitive climate and a time where they don't want to teach motherfucking critical race theory and think the 1619 project is a bunch of bullshit. Everything is looked through through a racial lens. You just you just can't help it. That's this is America. You heard Donald Glover what that four years ago now? Uh, this is America. So everybody saw that shit like the fuck you doing man you can't do if you want to have somebody carrying you to not get your sneakers clean you at least gotta have one white dude and that way it don't look as at least like at at that point they like man look at this punk mother it's just one and he gonna get it don't don't get me wrong if it was just one he was gonna catch hell what the fuck you doing carrying this white but two like a sandwich of black dudes it's just the visual of it all you gotta do if you turn that to a black and white picture and you look at their face and look at his face and they got that work face and he laughing yeah that you wouldn't know what year that picture was taken 1922 or 2022 but it it looked bad he probably ain't gonna have to address it or nothing. Like he might, but he don't, you know. We'll see. All I know is it, it looked bad. And the biggest thing that the biggest thing about it for me was his album 
didn't deliver good enough for me for you for you to get away with that kind of shit. You gotta have a like the song with Lil Wayne gotta be better than that, my G. But hey, man, he can't rap. I guess what I guess that's what good rap affords you. Uh, it's motherfuckers carrying you across the mud. That's the bottom line, I think, to take from this situation. Um, this is funny while I'm talking about rappers or rappers, air quote. Lil Romeo said he think his marriage is the thing that turned his fans off of him. And I was like, no. You never had fans. You had people who thought that that was pretty cool that Master P's son was rapping. But nobody really gave a fuck about your career, my dude. And I know this sounds mean from an artist, an upcoming struggling artist to say to a, a guy who, who is a millionaire, either just because he asked for it or because he earned it. Either way, he, he has has a lot of money. There's a lot of monies in his disposal. But what I'm saying is, we never gave a fuck about your raps, man. We only gave a fuck about Lil Bow Wow because he was affiliated with like Jermaine Dupri and all these other motherfuckers, Snoop. Like Master P, it was Master P. Like his his you know, we fuck with you know, No Limit hits, but you wasn't on none of them, little homie. So we never fucked with you. And your fans, don't get me wrong, he had people show up to his concerts and knew the words to his songs. I'm not saying nobody gave a fuck about this guy. But I'm saying, these fans that he think turned on him. No, man, it was little girls. Now they grown. They have no reason to go back and listen to Lil Romeo songs. They probably realized that when they got into their teens. So, they ain't turn on you. That shit was just trash, man. You just didn't know it because you was a little dude and you just surrounded by the by the hype. But it's cool, man. Just be Mario. I mean, just be masterpiece, son, man. Just just be cool with that. Just be cool with that. You know, you got the other kids that they play basketball and shit. They ain't trying to, you know, they they weren't even trying to rap. They were just like, you know what? We can play basketball too. Master P did that too. that it for my rap rap update oh this is a fun a little fun little thing I was listening to the dude the little history thing was talking about all these people that predicted the end of the world over different times and he said the main problem is don't nobody really know what year it is like for real (laughs) so it's like yeah, you can say the end of the world is going to be a 19, whatever the fuck, or 800, or whatever the fuck year you think it's going to be, because don't nobody know what year it actually is in reality. Like, there's so many different calendars to say when we started, what BC, AD, then you got motherfuckers that don't go with that at all, then you got the planet motherfuckers, like, there's so many different motherfuckers, you're a rat dog, cat, all this kind of shit. Squirrel. Like, what the fuck? So, we don't nobody know what year it actually is, man. 
all this time shit is like an illusion. All I know is the outfits been caught up with everybody. So I don't know what year it is supposed to be, how old people are supposed to be, because everybody is wearing these little pants, stretch pants, tennis shoes. Everybody, all the girls, no matter what age, their face or body tell me that they are. They got the same hairstyles and outfits. So I don't know what the fuck is going on. All I know is it's never going to be an end of the world prediction because don't nobody know what the fuck year it is. So that's that. So nobody, I guess that's the end of that word. You, You can eliminate that concern, I guess is what I'm saying. That's. We ain't never gonna figure that out. Oh, and last thing, I didn't watch. Uh, I got some a couple serial killers, but this we was watching Twenty Twenty again, and it's another ill family. This time, it was a lady with, you know, she married with four kids, or a son and three daughters, and I guess and she was the only one that worked. The son was autistic the the father was in a garage band and you know that was his that's all he did was was go to was you know gig out at the local bars and the locals at the open mics and all this type of shit and he was like in his 40s and you know she was going to work and she just retired of it i guess she said and she just decided to you know instead of like regular people just get a divorce yeah i'm just gonna kill everybody um I do like the one daughter. The one. So, you know, I, I see if she, look, I see if she in on it or not. If not, then that's fucked up. I have to find a different way to kill her. But, uh, look, listen, I'm going to kill your father, your brother, and your sister. So, do you want in or, and that's just basically what it was. So, she started with, antifreeze in the, in the drinks and she gave the far, first the father fell off then the son fell off then the oldest daughter clinging to life and then that's when the reverend was like hold on, hold on wait a minute hold on because they go to a you know small town all those same church the reverend like hold on he called the police like listen I got a family that comes to the church well I I, I, so far, I don't know. I don't know how many of these motherfuckers left. These motherfuckers falling off like goddamn leaves. So look, the father, the son, let everybody keep dying. This shit, y'all need to look into this shit because this is not normal. And man, she admitted to the shit. And I just think that's, I don't know. It's, it's so stupid, man. And then it. Well, the coldest part, then we can move on to some news, get on out of here. The coldest part is they was talking to the to the to the, to the daughter who was in on it, and they said, "Yeah, she said, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna do it one at a time." She she's so excited. Her dumb ass wrote in the diary, "You know, my father died, my brother died, you know, my sister gonna die soon." Like, goddamn, is she psychic or got a plan? So. But he said, um, what about the youngest one? Why did y'all want to kill her? And then she said, yeah, she, 
you're just kind of in the way in the house all the time just you know kind of in the way annoying a little bit killer that was fucked up but uh yeah anyway let's get into some news uh don't kill your kids just uh leave or you know drop them off somewhere it don't matter how they are in some states you can do it up to like 17 drop them off at the gas station or some shit um but yeah all right let's do some news much hustling in the world and i know that this might be hard for some of y'all to believe but y'all know that some people don't wake up and the first thing on their mind is money everybody don't think about a dollar consistently everybody don't think about money 24 7 so i gotta be al capone i gotta start a drug racket just to pay my rent i gotta be frank lucas i gotta fly to vietnam and bring me some dope back just so i can pay my bills and get my car insurance paid I got to hustle 24-7. I got to have 10 streams of income. I got to learn how to flip houses. I got to learn how to sell on Amazon. I I, I, I got to go to door to door and sell vacuum cleaners. I, 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 I can't just have my job and go home, enjoy my money, enjoy my time with my kids. Bruh, every, and then not only that, everybody just ain't no hustler, bruh. People don't think about how they're going to slide and connive and sell and get over on people just to line their pockets, bruh. Ain't nobody on that. What's up, everybody? Yusuf Ali here for ColorCast. ColorCast is a live, audio-only sports talk platform. Good news is it's free to download and use, like most stuff that people download. Talk to me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. It's perfect for watch parties, debates, arguments, post-game breakdowns, pre-game breakdowns, halftime breakdowns, and reacting to breaking news. I love it to argue with Steelers fans and Ravens fans and Bengals fans about how the Browns are just the absolute best team in the North and possibly the AFC. But you know, do it for whatever type of arguing or debating you want to do. All you need to do is download the ColorCast app free in the iOS app store. You can create a profile, link your Twitter, and join whatever league or group that, you know, suits your interests. Follow me at NextGreatIlead to be notified when my room goes live. I won't be doing it until the Brown season, but you can follow me every, catch me every Sunday or Monday or Thursday when the Browns play. Come with your spiciest takes. we get into the news part of the podcast just want to remind everybody that this segment is brought to you by ColorCast and the good people over the Preserve Pot Academy where our aim is to show you how to get the most out of that bag rule number one being do not throw that roach away it is weed in there that is weed hanging out of that at the end of that except for that little part that got on the bottom of your lip that you went like that and you do it. Other than that, that's weed in there. Better reuse the roaches, man. Put it in the next blunt. Put it in the pipe. 
or the bowl or the bong, whatever the fuck. Whatever the fuck how you smoking your weed. Just don't throw that shit away. Alright, uh, got a lot of news. Uh, so let's just get on into it. Not wasting no time. Uh, dude tried to propose at McDonald's. Um, and I know that sounds fucked up because, you know, he probably heard about the $500 wedding and and all that shit. People trying to be thrifty these days and trying to, you know, make Instagram news and, and, and go viral and all this shit. But nope, it didn't work. Um, and I don't even think he had a ring. He started out on the wrong foot. Like if he would have had like maybe had a ring. And then, you know, that might have been like, well, I think he, he had a ring, but what happened was he had a, a cart full of groceries also, which sent the wrong message immediately. So it was like, listen, let's get married. Here's the groceries. That's fucked up. That's not the first thing you want to bring on the initial proposal. You want to have like flowers, I think. I don't know, maybe a band plan. Even is at McDonald's. I think that's where we went wrong, the most wrong. I don't know, the McDonald's part was kind of wrong, but especially it happened to groceries. That just sent a terrible message. Terrible, terrible message. Some roommates uh, came home from a vacation to an empty apartment, which... At first, they was they was genuinely confused that maybe it was a rent mix-up, which you would be. If you come home and everything is gone, you're going to probably assume, you know, somebody moved my shit out of here. This can't be, this can't, this can't be a break-in, right? I know ain't nobody, I know ain't nobody that broke in and took all my shit. Like, Really? But yeah, that's what happened. They came home and somebody had broken into all that shit. And I think it was like a a Goldilocks type situation because it was a white girl and a black dude in the bed. That was the only thing that was left was the bed. So they could have sold everything except the bed, which makes sense because it was all profit. And then, you know you can't stay there forever, but you know you need to stay there, you know, for a second. And if you sell everything, you don't need no groceries. You can buy fast food. And who cares about a table or some shit to sit and eat it at? Because that's not your house anyway. We just on the floor. So I get I get all they part. I guess I guess the only thing to report is the fucking audacity of these people to 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 sleep in a house that that's not abandoned like that that's somebody's house like it was it was stuff in there when you got there it wasn't like you I I get if you got there and it was just a bed and you like ah oh, what the fuck it was just a bed I didn't know nobody stayed here it's just a bed but no you removed the shit anyway I guess I can say uh this is the one house that didn't have a ring camera maybe lock your door I don't know it's 2022 you just don't expect a motherfucker to 
wipe you clean. But then again, if you gonna steal, steal. Don't just come in the house and steal like some silverware like they do in the movies. Like if you got time, fucking steal. I'm not advocating it or encouraging and cheering it on. I'm just saying if you're gonna do it, do it. Well. Fuck them. Saw a video of two dudes acting like they were spare tires. Well, what I mean is they was laying on the hood of a car pushing it you know like keeping the car that they was laying on from crashing into the car too hard because basically they were doing what you would do with a spare tire in between a bumper and the car that you was you know pushing so you don't want to like fuck up the car that you pushing so you put the fucking bumper your thing between the bumper so these guys was acting as a spare tire and I know it's hard times out here, but they paying $16 an hour at McDonald's. And it's a lot, I know, a lot of people don't want to swallow their pride and go work at McDonald's, especially if they of a certain age. You don't want to just be like 37 and getting your, you know, having to go to McDonald's and get a job because you're like, man, you know, I should be you know, society tells me I should be doing better than this. But if acting like a bumper is a the only way you're gonna get some money today, you 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 might as well go ahead and and, and take that bravery that it takes to do that and turn it into you know pride or lack of pride, whatever the fuck and go and get that McDonald's job because that's a lot more safe than uh you know being a spare tire unless I hope you're getting uh, unless then again because we don't I just that's the thing we see these videos we don't know the details this dude could have get could be getting paid to you know the right amount to pretend to be a spare tire because that's not a thing that you just ask somebody to do if you don't intend on paying them the right amount, like how can you even ask your fix your mouth to say, "Hey man, look, I need somebody to help me push my car, right?" But I don't have a spare tire to keep, you know, the they bumper from fucking up my bumper. So what I need you to do is lay on their hood. You got a homeboy? Okay, both of y'all. And you gotta lay on their hood and keep, you know, keep me going. We're gonna take the freeway to the house because, you know, I don't want everybody to see me on the street. So we're gonna keep, we're gonna, motherfucker. But then he say something like, I give you a hundred thousand. Okay. Then now we talking. Like, uh, 50, 30. 20, 10, 7, maybe even five. 
maybe even 2500 You never know. Something. Then you got to weigh the risk. Okay, all right, anyway, moving on. Um, I, I don't usually talk about front page news, but this Roe vs. Wade shit is scary. Not that... Okay, you know what? I take that back. I take that back. This is legit scary. I just thought of... I just got a whole new reason to be scared. I... I'm not... I'm not fucking... Me almost. We 100 episodes in. Y'all know me by now. We can... Y'all... I can get... I I feel comfortable giving y'all personal facts. I... Don't have a vasectomy. I... And in the I am a part of the POC, and I'm not talking about people of color. I'm talking about the pull-out community. So, now don't get me wrong, I ain't had no slip-ups in years and years and years and years. But nobody is perfect, and you mean to tell me that if I do? We, nah, see, see, now, see, now you fucking with me. At first, I was just like, man, y'all need to stop. Let them women be women and let them, you know, wise motherfuckers trying to, you know, I wasn't going to join no marches and like that's what I'm saying. I was going to let the women handle that. But no, nah, I just thought about how that affect me and the, P- and the people at the POC. So this is, yeah, they can't do this. And then, okay, here we go. Related. In Tennessee, they say they they taking the first step. They say you can't get your abortion pill in the mail no more. Like, I mean, I don't know if that might not be a bad thing. Cause if not, you can just have to go get the shit. Now you can just go get, you can just go hoard them bitches. Selling for double once the law kicked in. Matter of fact, I'm gonna stop talking about that because that could be a hustle I can get involved in right now. Oh, anyway. Well, I got an update. Oh, man. Um, Last week, I was surprised, but not super surprised, to report about a dude in Japan that had married a hologram lady. And we was talking about the pros and cons of marrying a hologram lady, mostly the cons. And, uh, well... Turns out he had to break up with the ho- break up with his hologram lady, and the worst part is he ain't getting none of the money back for the wedding or nothing. Like he st- like he just asked out, and uh, this might be the worst part. Oh no, the mo- not getting the money back is definitely the worst part. The worst part is the company. Who created the lady that's the whole reason she even exists like her god basically shut down so that was it they was having a good relationship probably talking might have been fucking or whatever whatever he do with that headset that make him bust a nut imagine he was in the middle of that 
And then that shit just cut out. That's what happened. She ghosted him. Hmm. I wish I knew his name. This had been happening damn near weekly for a minute in, in America. And then it kind of slowed down. And it, it, I guess we, actually it has slowed down. At least from from what I can, what I didn't heard about. But uh, another dude at McDonald's that got shot. This time though, it happened in Brazil. Which I hate to say. But it's Brazil. And getting shot over anything at any event in Brazil is almost to be expected. Okay, not maybe not expected, but okay, okay, for example, this guy as a McDonald's worker arguing with a motherfucker in Brazil. You have to assume that this dude got a gun or ain't too far from a gun because it's Brazil. Just like you got to assume that the girls have fake asses. Maybe they don't. But if you go into it assuming that they do, you won't be let down. Same thing with the gun. You assume this dude got a gun, you shut the fuck up. Don't get shot. See, assuming can keep you safe. I know it's it's probably prejudice or maybe even racist. To to for some assumptions. But hey, some of those assumptions will keep you alive. And on the video, they're trying to keep this dude look like his friends because he already got the gun in his hand. And unless you know this motherfucker, you're not gonna try to, you know, you're not gonna interfere with him. If you, if if a motherfucker you don't know got a gun and you see him walking into McDonald's, you gonna walk the fuck out of McDonald's not try to keep him from walking into McDonald's. No, that's just not how that works. So these dudes is probably telling him, because there's, there's no sound in the video, but they probably telling him, hey man, don't shoot this dude over McDonald's. I know we're in Brazil, and I know that, you know, you want to shoot him, and any other time, you probably could shoot him, but this is McDonald's, man. Is a camera in here? Don't shoot this dude over McDonald's. I mean, at least not in here. He gotta get off. I mean, come back. I don't know. Just don't shoot him now. But he didn't want to hear all that. He shot the dude. And now he's going to jail. But again, I don't have, I hate to uh, blame the victim. I hate to come across as the guy who blames victims. But listen. That's on you, man. You in Brazil. Of course you're going to get shot. Say a 100-year-old dude worked uh, this 80 years at the same job. And 
I guess the only way to do that logically is to, you know, not get a promotion. Like he worked, he didn't, he didn't like, he hasn't been with the company 80 years. Like he took over and started, you know, he's worked there. Like to just the quote he gave was, I didn't, I didn't mind going to work as long as I knew I was going to have a good day and come home and have a good night. You know, some shit like, like a very big picture type of quote where, where he basically saying, I don't care. I didn't care about getting a raise. Like, cause I was having a, you know, I enjoyed my day as it, like it was for 80 years. And that could be inspiring. Especially Melmo's that listen to this at work. That could be inspiring. Like, hey man, I could just do this. Like, like all you got to do is if you like, especially if you like the job, just find that one thing or maybe even two, maybe even three things that you like about the, that eight hours. Hold on to that and work there 80 years. I don't know. I ain't saying work there 80 years, but I'm saying you can have that mentality where I don't get, you just don't give a fuck. It's just, a, it's just, you know, I'm going to work. I have a good time. Go home. So I guess that's not so bad. And like you, it like, to not be ambitious like you want to move up the ladder yeah you're going to make some more money but you more money more probably going to have all these more responsibilities you got to be there earlier stay later so maybe that guy was like no I don't want to do all that I get off at 3 o'clock I get here at 8 and that's how it is I have stru- I have structured my free time and the rest of my life around these hours um <laughs> and I am set so I mean all I'm saying is I'm not mad at that dude uh he might be inspiring some people um what else say a lady shot at a dude that didn't want to eat her pussy which is I want to say fair but it's extreme. It's extreme at least. Even if you don't think it's fair. It's extreme. You gotta you gotta agree that it's extreme. Uh but we don't know the whole story. She she only told her side of the story. We didn't hear his side of the story because I imagine you ain't gonna hear his side of the story because he ain't gonna show up. Because who we gonna who gonna who you know gonna wanna tell anybody else that almost got shot at because I ain't eating no pussy. That's not like a braggable thing. So I don't think we're going to get his side of the story because you, you don't want to die like that. Like, it's some fucked up ways to go out, but you don't want to be the dude that got shot because you ain't eating no pussy. Especially, like, I didn't see the girl, but if, I mean, if you're going to fuck, you, I mean, that's just immature. And I'm not saying that he should have died. He should die for being immature. But I'm not. Maybe that was a leg shot. Maybe he need. He could have. He could have took a leg shot, and to and to learn that you got. You if you gonna fuck, you might as well eat. The, like that's like, that's just like. 
common courtesy. I don't know. That's a, that's that's showing gratitude, like for the that's showing gratitude for the pussy. Like thank you for this, you know, this meal I'm about to fucking receive. I don't know. Uh, let's just go ahead on. Last week, and I didn't bring this up because I really didn't know where it was. Like it was, it was just kind of confusing. I, just, I, I ain't gonna lie, and and I didn't have really a lot of time to get to it and ponder like I wanted to. But then it was an update on it this week that kind of eliminated the ponder. All right, so what had happened was a CEO that been working at the jailhouse. For I think it said 25, 27 years, some shit like that. She was a she been there. She was about to retire from that bitch. And they were saying that maybe she helped this dude break out. They weren't sure if she helped. Maybe she did, maybe she did. But then they started saying, no, she definitely did. And she had became a fugitive with the dude. Like, so fast forward to yesterday or earlier today. They get caught, dude, and crash the motherfucking some truck they stole. And they get caught. And her dumbass tried to kill herself, survived, and got arrested. And like I said, that ended all the pondering. Because when you only had to have the story, you like, how the fuck do you wait a you know, 27th year to do some shit like this. And then you realize, oh, she was suicidal. And if you're going to kill yourself, you might as well have some fun. It's like, have some, live out your uh, fucking Bonnie and Clyde type shit or whatever the fuck fantasy you had about. You've been there 25, 27 years. You've been there long enough to create all type of fantasies in your head about breaking people out and and living on the run and all this shit. And then once you decide that you're gonna kill yourself, you're like, I might as well do that shit first. Dude, shit, help dude out. Two for, two for two. See how far this shit go. And then once it went far as it was gonna go, in the road for me too. But it didn't work. Now your dumbass is gonna be fucking half, half brain, can't walk, talk. But you alive type motherfucker that tried to kill yourself and you ain't gonna get no pension or whatever the fuck you was gonna get after working there 27 years you can shit all that down the can dummy Dwayne Wade now this is not a topic I want to do a disclaimer. This is not a topic that I'm an expert in in any type of way, or not even an expert. Experienced. I just used the other expert word, ex. The other word that start out with exp. I'm not even experienced in this conversation, this topic, this world, this lifestyle. Number one, I don't have no parent, no kids. Number two, I don't have no parents either. But I ain't got nothing to do with it. Number two, I don't have fucking. I don't know any transgender. Do I? I ain't talking about like casually. Like I know it's a bunch of comics. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like 
Yeah, I don't I don't like to have any that I would say I just had that conversation with. So I don't know whatever the fuck the you know a, you know a lot basically I don't know a lot about I don't know what goes into that thinking and that mindset or whatever the fuck right but Dwayne Wade has a a daughter who was born a son and he's accepting it and embracing it and encouraging it and you know doing all the tiktok dances and all uh, being a great dad the shit you're supposed to do now when you find and i say now when you find out your son or daughter is want to live an alternate lifestyle right because back then it wasn't that much leeway it wasn't no oh that's cool let's take some pictures and no you was probably going to tell nobody you better not leave this house all that type of shit because this that's just that was the thing but now boom here it is it's open everybody accepted it's cool let's go 2022 moving forward right so he wanted to give advice for other parents who might be having trouble with their transgender children and his advice this would fuck me up his advice was Think about that time when they was first born and how happy you were at that moment and never, you know, and hold on to that. And wow, very, very good intentioned. Oh man, he was, oh, he thought he he nailed it. It's just me. I'm thinking that's the. That's the that's the issue. Is that they're not the same when alright, again, I, I'm not I'm not an expert, but I just think it could have he could have had a, something better to say advice wise to parents other than think parents of transgender children other than thinking when it was first born. Tomorrow is World Naked Gardening Day. I need to know, is there a naked gardening club in Philly? Mike would like to join. Yeah, I'd like to see the hose and the rakes and <laughs> trowels and all the equipment they use. <laughs> no, you know, you know what a trowel is. <laughs> My heart stopped for a second. <laughs> no. Yeah, um, the, the, yeah, the gardening tools. Exactly, yeah, yeah, that's what that's. Mulch, fertilizer. <laughs> All right, this week on that time, I'm going to talk about the time when uh, I had a super intense pool game. Well, I'm bringing this up because this week I caught myself going to shoot pool over here in Hollywood and the, even though the place was off of what's the name of that street Wilcox it was still too close to fucking Hollywood Boulevard close enough where like people would park around there to go walk around Hollywood Boulevard so played myself didn't go shoot pool the one thing you can do by yourself that's I ain't gonna say it's just as fun as playing against somebody else 
but it's fun. You can have a, you can shoot for a minute by yourself. Anyway, but this week I'm gonna talk about the time when I used to go shoot pool at this place off of 33rd and St. Clair in Cleveland. And it was like a club type bar where, was it a live DJ? Yes, yes, it was a live DJ. And it had on one side of the live DJ with the dance floor and the bar. The other side was like a pool hall. It was just, it was three pool tables, but it felt like a pool hall because it was packed all the time and you could smoke weed inside and they had police at the door doing security so it wasn't like you know they didn't know people were smoking weed in there at least maybe there was off duty cops but they had on uniforms I don't know and it was amazing because it was free you could just go in there smoke weed shoot pool man it was the fucking best it was probably the most fun I had not doing comedy prob- at night, probably ever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I can't think of nothing else I did at night, activity-wise. I'm not talking about, like, fucking aside. I'm not talking, like, that shit was, like, a week as a weekly, twice maybe even a week thing. Man, that was, anyway... So fast forward to we shooting and it's getting good. It's getting to the point where everybody's starting to notice that it's starting to be a close game. We both got like, we both got to the eight ball trying to make the eight go in and we missing close, missing short, just intense. I'm talking about I lost because the fucking eight ball stopped on the fucking lip of the fucking pocket type shit where all you had to do then was knock that bitch in very soft like it, which he did. And I'm talking about we had to do the, we did the one arm hug. The fucking people was yelping and fucking hell gnawing. And oh man, it was like, it felt like, like some shit on a movie. Where, like, the neighborhood pool shark is about to get beat for the first time by the, no, by the, by the young nobody, the young upstart. And I just, it sharpened my game, though, man. I was a motherfucker after that. And that's all. Just that, just going to shoot pool reminded me of the best time I ever had shooting pool ever in my life. And I shot a lot of pool. None out here. Once or twice out here, but... In Cleveland, weekly. It was shit. But, um, yeah. That time I had the best pool game in my life. Top two. I forget about the shout out to the one at the bar out there uh, on Rock on Rockside. What was that bar called, man? Oh, oh, Tom's Bar. Tom. Not the name Tom's Bar, but Tom that his brother owned the bar. Anyway, that bar. Had some good games out there too. Anyway, um, yeah, this time, this week, on that time, when I was shooting pool like a boss.
this week on Puddle Tracks, Marvin had to make some unexpected changes at the strip club. Marvin was telling me that, you know, since they lowered the mask mandate at the strip club, some of the dancers took off their masks. And it helped a lot of dancers make some more money, but it also caused two dancers to get fired. I mean, you don't know how people look this whole time until they take off their masks. All right, I did this last week, and I got some good feedback. So I'm bringing it back again this week. So ladies and gentlemen, Melmos, here is another installment of As Seen on Alameda. Just had to avert my eyes from a member of the sheltered community. He was taking a shit in a five-gallon bucket, but he had lined the, 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 the shit bucket with a plastic bag, so he was actually shitting in the plastic bag and then took the bag with him. Left the bucket where it was at. Maybe that's the community shit bag bucket. I don't know. But the reason I didn't want to look at dude or acknowledge him because let's just say his privacy felt disrespected and now it's a homeless dude with a bag of shit that's not the type of dude you want to be on the wrong side of Melmo's this segment is all for you this is the appreciation segment I want to tell y'all thanks. Thanks for fucking with me. Thanks for telling somebody else to fuck with me. Thanks for keeping this motherfucker going. So, roll the Meldrick. Enjoy the moment. Keep on enjoying the moments. And I'll talk to y'all next week. Alright, Melmos. We've made it to the end of another action-packed, information-packed episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you stay stuck around to the end. Uh, That's very important for the retention, listener retention and all that shit. I hope you reviewed it. Five stars on everything and good thumbs and all that type of stuff. All the best that you can do. The most, the highest review you can give it. I mean that in every sense of the word. Highest, um, Appreciate y'all, man, so much. I really fuck with y'all for fucking with me. And um, I'm going to let y'all get out of here. I know it's been about an hour or so. I done took y'all time. But before I let y'all get out of here, it is just one more thing. Man, I noticed something. Um, I was watching, uh, what movie was that? House. The House. It was a pretty funny movie. Got Will Ferrell. And Amy Poehler, it's a scene where they kind of like getting high, and it's like you can tell it's like supposed to be their first time just letting themselves loose and getting high, and then or that. then you got like I just, I just not just that scene, that scene reminded me, but then I just other scenes on different shows and movies where it's like they gonna get high that first time or just this once or like eh, I don't do it that often. Let's go, eh, whatever. That's and I look at those people and I'll be like, man, 
I'm jealous, man. I'm jealous that they can just smoke weed like in very extreme situations or some shit like that. Like, not that I was, I, I'm gonna stop because I, I mean, it's crazy. They're like, I'm still, I'm gonna smoke as soon as I stop recording this. Like, I'm gonna smoke again. I mean, like, I'm, I'm smoking is awesome all the time. But I came from man. It, it, I, I miss those days of just well, not miss. That's a strong word. I remember those days. There you go. I remember those days of just you know smoking once on Friday night, and then being a rebel or brave and smoking again on Saturday. Oh shit! And then oh shit, I'm gonna smoke on Sunday. Oh shit! Now I'ma hope I wake this, sleep this shit off by tomorrow, cause I gotta go to work. Man, I miss those days. Well, remember those days. But um, yeah, that's all. I just that was just that was just on my mind since I seen that shit this week. I'm like, man, that kind of must be nice, man. It's also very, 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 very nice to be able to smoke literally whenever I feel like it. That's also very nice. But damn, man. Damn. Anyway, before I get out of here, you know, it's just a couple things I want to remind y'all to do to help navigate through the world, help get you through the week, through the day, through the year, through fucking life. Um, number one, please, please, please count your blessings, man. That's most important. Don't don't go crazy worrying about what other motherfuckers got that you ain't got, man. Everybody got problems too. You don't see that on Facebook. So count your own blessings, man. Focus on your own shit. And you'll be better off for it. Uh, do unto others, please, 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 please. That's the old rule. You know, treat other people how you want to be treated. Simple as that. Sounds just as easy as it is to explain or say out loud. It's just easy to do, man. It's, it's hard to do, like. Because you think other people ain't doing it, and you think like this motherfucker pissed on the seat. Why shouldn't I piss on the seat? No, man, don't piss on the seat. God damn. Um, serenity prayer is a big one. Use that if you see your head spinning, don't know where to turn, don't know what to do, don't know who to ask. Look, just control what you can control. You know everything else. Let that shit go. Know the difference. Real easy. That's it. that's the that's just that's it. That's I said it, I said it real quick, but that's that's what they're saying. Just do that. Um, don't take it personal either, man. We out here, you work with these motherfuckers every now and then, or you see these motherfuckers during the day, and then go home to your real family and girl and husband, whoever the fuck kids. Like, don't take shit personal, man. You don't know these motherfuckers. That's it. You don't know. That they dick don't get hard and pussy don't get wet. Titties hurt. You know? Whatever the fuck they going through. Um, don't compare shit. Just enjoy the fuck what you were doing. What you eating. Where you, where you at. Who you fucking. All that type of shit. Just enjoy what's going on in the moment. That's the, that's the, the, the lesson from that. And last but not least fucking get high man 
in that order. Fuck and get high. Or fucking get high. Whatever you want to do. As long as getting high is included. Um, smoke a little tiny blunts, man. Meldricks is what we call them. If it's strong enough, then you be talking like me with your eyes closed the last 20 minutes. Um, but yeah, until next week, stay safe. Be careful. Go Browns. New episode of QBP available as we talk. We out. Today's episode of Meldrick Moments is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find an intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram and type in at sportsdrink, spelled like sports drink without the vowels. All we ask is that you close the door behind you. We're trying to not let the funk out.